Hey, it's Matthew Sheffield. As a Theory of Change subscriber, I wanted to let you know that we're going to be launching two new podcasts at Flux. The first one that's coming out is called Doom Scroll. It's a fast-paced news discussion show hosted by myself and my very hilarious friend, the comedian Lisa Curry, who you might have heard on an earlier episode of Theory of Change. Each Wednesday, Lisa, myself, and one guest will break down the news of the week in a fast-paced manner that's definitely not safe for work. But describing a show just can't give you a sense of how it's going to be. So here's the very first recording that Lisa and I did among ourselves last week. I hope you enjoy. Thanks so much for your support. So I guess we're doing this then. Yeah. Uh, welcome to Doom Scroll. I am Matthew Sheffield. And I'm Lisa Curry. This podcast is a show about all the fucked up shit that's happening in the world. Literally all of it. And Every last piece. That's right. And it's only 30 minutes. So we have a lot to discuss, clearly. And uh, the biggest story in the world, obviously, right now is cocaine in the White House. Yeah. Because it sounds you like know, there was a big party there. I, I guess so. Yeah. But they didn't they didn't bring enough to share with the class, though, sounds like. <laughs> that, yeah, that's really what investigators are looking into. As far as I've heard is that there wasn't enough for all the visitors. Yeah, yeah. Think about it, though. It's almost like the wet dream of right wing media. Oh, absolutely. Because like, it like fits everything that they're obsessed with. So, mm -hmm. so drugs, crime, Hunter Biden, because in every possible terrible thing in the world has to be linked to Hunter Biden in some way or another. It has to uh, be. Hunter Biden is why I'm unemployed right now. Full disclosure. <laughs> so I've been pretty upset about it. I think it's, it's funny because I've been hearing a lot, obviously, when I think both sides will do this thing where they say, well, if that happened to us, the news would be going crazy and these people would be going crazy. And it's like, I would also not care if there was cocaine at the White House when Trump was there. I, my problem with what was going on when he was there was that he was there. <laughs> I feel like cocaine would have been the least of the problems. Yeah. And the other thing is like literally hundreds of people work in the White House every fucking mm -hmm. day. And then they also have tourists who are there as well. Yes. And so the idea that you know whose cocaine that is, it's fucking idiotic. But it, it fits to this whole wishful thinking, like everything on right wing media, it's all motivated reasoning. It's all wishful mm -hmm. thinking. And, and Trump has gotten into this as well, of course, by trying to come up with the idea that the cocaine belongs to Joe Biden. <laughs> <laughs> first of all, first of all, you can't call somebody Sleepy Joe and then accuse them of being on cocaine because that is not an effect of being on cocaine. I've not done cocaine. I do not condone the use. I think it's scary and dangerous and I don't want anybody doing it. But somebody being half asleep in low energy is not what happens when they're on coke. I've seen people on it. Yeah, no, absolutely. And like, I don't I don't think there's many 80 year olds out there who could even survive fucking <laughs> but one dose of cocaine. <laughs> not a chance. I mean, not a Jesus. chance. Yeah. And so but but like, basically, and so I have I, one of my one of my weirder hobbies is listening to Lo local right-wing radio hosts just to hear what they have to say. And there's this one guy who's mm -hmm. actually in Florida where you are now. Of course. Uh, in the, I guess he's in the Palm Beach area. Mm -hmm. And he was like, so yeah, I noticed Trump was talking about Joe Biden and cocaine. And 
And he's got the inside scoop here. So we need to take this seriously. And it's really terrible that the conservative media aren't reporting on this stuff. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's so funny, too, because first of all, when they say we're going to get to the bottom of this and we're investigating this, I'm like, please do not spend my tax money trying to figure, <laughs> just throw it away and move on. And I hope that that's, I hope that they're just saying they're investigating it and that they're just going to let it blow over because what a fucking waste of everyone's time. And also to your point earlier, the white house does have visitors all the time, which this makes me think of after January 6th or during January 6th, we saw all these psychos that had broken in and they were there saying things like that we're here. This is our house. We can't, they can't keep us out. And I'm like, you could just, you could just go. This, yeah. It's not, nobody's been keeping you. This is just your first time in DC. It's like, a public building. <laughs> yeah, like, you can walk in. I, I personally have done it like dozens of times. You don't it's need like, a fucking pass. You, you can, can walk, walk into in. any Capitol building. As a matter of fact, I've, I've gone many times when I go on the road. Sometimes if I'm by the Capitol, I'll just cruise around the Capitol building. Cause why not? Why not? Something that's to right. do. Yeah, that's right. And, and props to whoever did come up with that bringing cocaine to the white house. I mean, talk about a bucket list item, right? <laughs> Personally, I would rather do like mushrooms there. I feel like that would be a good time. People have done drugs there. <laughs> oh, absolutely. The, the, there's no fucking way that this is the first time drugs have entered the, the white house. There's just not, there's not a chance. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And, but no, it's just so absurd. And, and, you know, another relatedly absurd story about that is this this uh, Ray Epps guy who mm -hmm. like I guess I, I take it back the cocaine in the White House while that is like sort of the the wet dream of, of right-wing media Ray Epps is sort of like the the white whale of of right-wing mm -hmm. media and so Ray Epps is this guy that he was like a Trump supporter who lived in Arizona and you know he's some uh, 65 year old guy living out in the middle of nowhere and loved Donald Trump and according to every Republican media outlet Ray Epps personally organized the January 6th <laughs> Capitol insurrection. Just some dude who watches Fox News. All <laughs> some, some guy who's really good with Google spreadsheets. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. I guess so. And 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 like, but no, like they 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 really have pinned all their hopes on trying to prove or prove quote unquote argued that this guy was the the cause of it because the day before he and Alex Jones and a whole bunch of other dipshits were there. And, and Ray Epps was, they, he went to a rally and was like, we need to go in the Capitol. And, and, and they were like, see, this proves that this guy is a secret mm -hmm. federal agent. And it's like, it doesn't, doesn't prove anything. I mean, can you imagine, can you imagine? Because they weren't far from pulling it off because there yeah. were so many people in the government and in the, the police, the Capitol police and whatever that, that assisted. I mean, there was a Capitol Police officer on camera who moved the barricades for them. I was like, oh, no, what's happening? <laughs> yeah. No. Well, and, and the other thing also is like and, and, and I feel like people don't talk about this almost at all, which is that Trump, it has now been documented, literally did nothing on mm -hmm. January 6th, literally nothing. did fucking nothing. And nothing. like that's obvious. A betrayal of his duty of office and all that shit, but nobody really ever mentions that mm -hmm. very much. And even um, Democrats, they don't, for some reason, talk about. It. But it's it's almost like all that shit just kind of got normalized, or just like there's so much fucked up stuff that happens on a daily basis now that people are like, oh yeah, remember that one time when when ten thousand 
militia guys tried to storm the, <laughs> the Capitol and kill the vice president and Nancy Pelosi. Remember that? Yeah, that was like a, a, a little while ago. Oh, oh, hey, what's how's your dog? Well, doing? Also, because like, <laughs> I, I think it's interesting. I mean, this is kind of a big tangent. But for our parents' generation, there was the news. And for my generation, it is choose your own adventure. Whatever you want to believe, there's a channel for it. There's an outlet for it. And there's also so much information that, like, if we landed on the moon for the first time today, 16 people would talk about it. And, like, half the (laughs) country wouldn't know it happened. Mm-hmm. The conspiracy conspiracies around it would be so much worse than they already are. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. and then by Thursday, nobody would know. Like, everybody would have forgotten about it. And it's it's crazy that a story that big, mm-hmm. January sixth, which is still there's the investigations are ongoing. There's still, yeah. I mean, it's two and a half years later, and we're still in this. Well, and it's like literally this never fucking happened in the history of mm-hmm. the country. Yeah. <laughs> It's crazy. In the history of the country, nothing that fucked up ever happened, and we barely talk about it. Yeah, and, like, and I'll be honest, oh, well. like, yeah, and you look at like Brazil; they had their own kind of version of January sixth, mm-hmm. um, and a lot of Americans don't even know that that happened. But they had this guy. I named, don't think uh, Americans know what's going on in Wisconsin, let alone outside of the ah, country. <laughs> fair, fair, fair. Well, they had this guy who was like sort of like the dollar store version of Donald Trump named Jair <laughs> Bolsonaro mm-hmm. and and he he literally was styling himself after after Trump and so he somehow got elected because just like Americans people in Brazil were like no one would ever vote for that fucking dumbass I'm not going to vote mm-hmm. <laughs> and so they stayed <laughs> home just that was how Trump won in 2016 like it's not complicated why Trump won in 2016 people were like no one's going to vote for that dipshit but well, guess was, what you some know, people did <laughs> one of my cousins went to Indiana University and she told me and this made me want to cut my fucking head off she told me that frat guys at indiana university and i'm sure this wasn't isolated to that one university were doing like what's it called they were tailgating and voting for trump because they thought it was funny they didn't even support him they just thought it was funny and then after he was elected they were like oh fuck and it's like (laughs) Yeah. yeah, I mean, I had friends that worked in D.C. that told me flat out, they were like, he's not getting elected. Come on. And I'm like, I don't know. Like at the time I was on the road and I was mm-hmm. all over like Georgia and the Carolinas and stuff. And I was like, guys, I'm seeing Trump flags everywhere. I think this guy has a chance. I'm, I'm really nervous. And they're like, no way. Yeah, yeah, not a chance. And it's like, you underestimate how stupid we are. <laughs> <as a country. laughs> yeah, yeah. No, it's like Brewster's Millions is not. A how-to manual. (laughs) (laughs) But no, but anyway, so like, so Bolsonaro gets voted out at the Mm -hmm. end of his term. And then he, he, his supporters invade the capital in Brazil, literally to try to, and Mm -hmm. fortunately for them, the, they weren't actually, the people weren't there. So they didn't, no one was threatened. But anyway, his supporters invaded their capital buildings, ransacked the place, (laughs) vandalized shit. Mm -hmm. And guess what? Uh, Just a couple of weeks ago, the election court of Brazil banned Jair Bolsonaro from running for president until like 2030 something or other. Yeah, uh, I think it was, a, it may have been longer. I think I thought it was yeah, I forget what the year for was, yeah. 30 years or 35 years or something for like 2050, which yeah. imagine if politicians here saw consequences like that. Imagine oh, yeah. if there was 
consequences for mm-hmm. politicians. There's not. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I'll, no, no. But I will say, like, there there is one slight bright side, which is that all those writers and who were coming in, there they are all getting prosecuted, and mm-hmm. some of them got convicted of seditious conspiracy. A lot of these shitheads brought weapons, and they were charged on that. Yeah. And it's notable, I think, that Trump has been called doing the exact same. You need to protest. You need to come up and demonstrate mm-hmm. for me and, and go after these evil deep state. And they're not doing it. <laughs> they're not doing it because they realized, oh, fuck. Yeah. We actually will get prosecuted if we try to riot and, yeah. you know, and threaten people also, on his behalf. What's so funny to me is that, I, I mean, I, th- I feel like very few of his followers, although some of very few are realizing, although some have, that he doesn't actually give a fuck about them. He wants an army of people to, he wants to lead a cult, which he is doing. But as far as like him saying, I'll pardon everyone. No, he's not. Or even something simple, like the number of times recently he's gone into a restaurant and says like, oh, I'm going to take care of everyone. I got your meals. And then fucking leaves. And does it. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I got into an argument with somebody before, he who somebody who elect uh, voted for him the first time and they said well he's he said he's going to bring jobs over to america which i'm like you can anyone can i can say that i can say i'm going to bring jobs over to america <laughs> that doesn't fucking mean anything but i'm like he already is a business owner and has the opportunity to do that and still outsources so what makes you think at 75 or however the hell old he is all of a sudden as he gets more power and more leeway he's going to do that you what you imagine yeah it's like it, he's already proven himself hello mm-hmm. what's everyone thinking new york city is like the most diverse i mean I, I think technically i think houston might be the most diverse but new york city is very diverse economically mm-hmm. racially so it's like if that wide of a sampling of americans is like fuck that guy listen to them <laughs> yeah you should listen to them although yeah no but speaking of other cult leaders, Elon mm-hmm. Musk. I have to say it's been really enjoyable watching that guy light his money on fire. Like, it's so nice. It is. like I, I'm enjoying it more, actually, than mm-hmm. seeing shit happen to Donald Trump because he's even worse of a person, actually. <laughs> he might be. I, I am... I will never not be frustrated by people that, like, hold him up because they're like, you bought Tesla. I'm like, the car company where the cars explode? Where <laughs> and they the other start people on fire invented... Uh, that other people invented that he doesn't like he he's he's actually done nothing he's just somebody like all these people that praise him and they're it's like he started out with a lot of money you don't build something from the ground up when you that's mm-hmm. like when people were like kind years ago like two years ago or whatever there was that big controversy because kylie jenner was named like the youngest self-made billionaire or something like that. Listen, Mm -hmm. if anyone's listening and you're like, that's not right. It was something in that realm. (laughs) And I'm sorry, but if you start out a multimillionaire, you were not (laughs) self-made. Yeah. You were manufactured. You are like a manufactured home. You were, you came as a package and you were put together. And just because you work independently now, doesn't mean that you're self-made. Yeah. No one would have known who you were. If that if Kim Kardashian wasn't your sister, let's yeah. be real here. Um, yeah, and no, it's 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 ridiculous. And but anyway, but so so Elon, like All, the only thing he yeah. has done that it was say yes to other people that were a lot smarter than him. Like that yeah. doesn't take too much skill. 
to say, yeah, yeah you're smart. I should I, do what you say. <laughs> his Twitter implosion, I think, is very solid proof that he doesn't know what he's doing ever. It's like you, you're, you have these unregulated neo-Nazis. He's saying crazy things. He's posting polls on Twitter. Do you think Jews are conspiring against us or whatever the fuck it was that he said recently? It's like, do you, are you getting more money from everyone paying everyone who's paying $8 an hour or $8 an hour, $8 a month? <laughs> or is there more money in advertising? Because I feel like, and I don't know this for sure, I feel like ad agencies probably have a couple more bucks <laughs> than a few, his a few following. Cold, yeah, and, and, and that's true. No, you, you're actually 100% mm -hmm. right. The other day, he, he, he actually said he wanted to have a, quote, literal dick measuring contest with Mark Zuckerberg. Uh, and no if, one and, wants to see that. These no, are two no. unattractive men. Yeah. No, <laughs> no and we, and unfortunately, the world has seen Elon Musk without his shirt on. And like, it, we've yeah, all been horrible. surprised by that. <laughs> mm -hmm. uh, and, but of, and of course, he's mad. He's big mad at Mark Zuckerberg because of Threads, this new thing off of Instagram mm -hmm. that he launched. And, and I'll be honest, like, I don't use Instagram. I hate Instagram because I think everything on Instagram is fucking fake. But but you know what? I know some people don't agree with me. I kind of love Instagram. <laughs> it's a lot of, I love the DIY stuff. I love the fashion and the, uh -huh. I mean, the homes, like the home remodels. It's, I love that. But that's what I'm there for. I mean, I'm yeah. on there doing, posting my comedy stuff, but yeah. uh, that's, that's not what I'm <laughs> looking at, really. I mean, I watch a yeah. couple of comics things, but it's, it's funny because now, now he wants to sue meta for stealing twitter Employee. i guess it's it's so crazy and also like i don't like threads i think it sucks and facebook has had from my understanding not a great history with that where they've handed over private messages after being subpoenaed and my understanding was it resulted in a woman being prosecuted for eating an abortion something like that but it is well, two things. One, when people single out threads and they're like, don't join threads, but they're on Facebook and Instagram. It's like, it's all that. It's all the same thing. It's not, it's not a different, maybe it's a more intensified version as far as access to your private information, possibly, but also like we've Seems all, unlikely. Yeah. yeah, we've all given up. I, I hate it, but if I want to have any semblance of a career, I have to be on all the social media. So it's not like, Matthew, I would love to just move to the woods and chuck my phone into a dumpster <laughs> and be done with it. And I, I mean that I miss a physical paper and just turning on the regular news and coming home to an answering machine. And I do sound 150 right now. <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, you do live, you're in, you are living in Florida right now. So you're, <laughs> <laughs> yes. I, I am nearing the end actually. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, unfortunately a lot of people have to, be engaged on social media in some way to continue working. Uh, realtors, bakers, fucking mm. groomers, dog groomers, not child groomers. <laughs> child groomers going to the Catholic church. It's a super, it's an easy system. You don't actually, apparently socials. they go to the Baptist now, actually. Yeah, yeah. I, <laughs> I, I feel like almost any religious establishment, you could, you, if you look in the right corners, you can find them. Yeah. Yeah. Well, well, yeah. And, and the other thing about it, I mean, well, I will say, like, so as a tech 
as a like a, a long time geek, I will fly the flag for Mastodon, and I'm sure everybody will be like, "What the <laughs> fuck is that?" And you know what? You can just look it up. I won't. I'm, I'm, I'm not. No one will watch the show. Listen to the show at all if I explain it. So I'm not going to. <laughs> That's hilarious. Uh, but I guess speaking of attempts at hilarity, we have, <laughs> we have to talk about Ted Cruz. <laughs> I, uh, I, he should, it's, he should go away in shame. I, I don't understand <laughs> how you keep yourself in the public eye after the president of the United States insults your wife's looks and there's a national joke going around that you are the Zodiac killer. <laughs> <laughs> and that your father killed JFK. Don't forget yeah, that yeah, way. yeah. That's right. It's, it's, it's like uh, he graduated. Didn't he graduate from Harvard? You can do other things. You could find another job out of the public eye where you don't, you yeah, aren't just being a partner at Goldman Sachs. Like I'm sure she yeah. could, Maybe pull him, pull him a couple of strings there. <laughs> I'm certain. I am certain. Maybe he could write for The Simpsons. Uh, a lot of Harvard <laughs> folks over there. <laughs> yeah, he could be the new model for Mr. Burns. <laughs> yeah, you know what, who I think he looks like? God, if people, anyone listening is going to be like, she is in her late 80s. I, I, it has to be. He looks like the dad from The Monsters. Oh, oh, Herman Munster, yeah. Was that Herman Munster? I Herman, couldn't remember if uh -huh, that was his yeah. name. I thought, I thought so, but I wasn't sure. Because the the son, the son looks like Paul Ryan actually, with the, <laughs> the little widow's peak <laughs> on the front. <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, wait, no, 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 no. You're thinking of the grandpa from the Munsters. It's oh, the grandpa. grandpa. That's who it is. That's because yeah, because yeah, mm -hmm. the dad is the Frankenstein. Uh, yes, I'm and the sorry. Grandpa, I forget. Grandpa Munster is is the. Sorry, I lied. I'm 70, so I didn't see the show <laughs> that many times. <laughs> yeah, it's funny actually. When I when I was a kid growing up in Utah, the 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 there's a public television station owned by Brigham Young University, the the Mormon University, mm -hmm. and at the time, they were so distressed by television shows that were just impure and immoral that they would actually were running 1950s and 60s cartoons, like the <laughs> black and white Rocky and Bullwinkle. <laughs> and it's, and it, or and like original Woody Woodpecker and whatever. And like, and it's, and I, I would sit there and I'd watch it. Like, I didn't know any better. And I'd be like, oh, why is this one in black and white? Oh, well. <laughs> and, and my parents, they didn't, they, they, just kind of as long as we read our scriptures they didn't really care what we watched on tv and so they never explained the context <laughs> i grew up on a lot of very 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 old cartoons that mm -hmm. like my generation watched the rugrats and i was watching like betty boop and there was there's this i didn't even one... know that was a tv show like I always just thought she was a sticker. Oh my god! <laughs> I have I had like so many VHS tapes of Betty Boop, and there was this one cartoon that I love. I still love it. It was it's a movie. It's a movie. It's like thirty minutes or something or twenty minutes, but it's like a it's supposed to be like a it's a one off. Um, okay. And it's from I believe the thirties. Oh God! Wow. And it's like all of these like uh, vegetables and the the potatoes or cops and they're coming for the carrots or whatever it's like <laughs> okay <laughs> this my, sounds like veggie tales rip them off is what that sounds like yeah, my, my, friends, my friends will reference cartoons that we grew up with and i'm like hmm 
<laughs> What's yeah. that? <laughs> yeah, well, I have to say, yeah, I don't get the potato cop police reference yet. <laughs> if, um, if we have a listener that's in their 80s, <laughs> they will know exactly what I'm talking about. Well, maybe you can put put a link to one of the Internet Archives version of the royalty free version of it because the copyright expired. I bet. <laughs> yeah, I had to have. But back to Ted Cruz. So he had to run comedian. Yes. So yeah. So apparently, the comedian Tom Segura lives in, I guess, the Houston, Texas area, mm-hmm. and he lives in a yeah rich area of that area. And somebody said the city, but I don't. I don't care. Like, I'm sorry, I do not want to know anything about Houston, Texas suburbs. Like, <laughs> they can fuck off as far as I'm concerned. Sorry, guys, who are saying who live there. But anyway, so Tom Segura, he decided to go for a walk one day. And he was like, yeah, people had told me that, um, and he framed it as a current or former U.S. senator lives in this neighborhood. But I'd never talked to him. So I walked by his house and uh, I saw he was out there and he was like, hey, are, are you the comedian? And like, you're a comedian, Lisa. Like, Mm -hmm. I'm sure if somebody asks you that question, you're automatically like, I wish I had a gun right now. (laughs) (laughs) I don't mind mind it. I'm like, hell yeah, I'm a comedian. Come to my show. (laughs) No, but if it's like somebody that don't, like you're just out there randomly walking around Mm -hmm. and they're like, are you the comedian? And it's like, what do you mean the? Although I do one? feel like in a really wealthy neighborhood, there's there's not going to be more than one comedian. <laughs> that's pr- yeah, that's probably true. I know, but it's just a weird way of saying that. Like, if you know the guy, if you know who the guy is, and maybe I maybe didn't know this. Anyway, so he's like, mm-hmm. "Are you the comedian?" Yes. Okay, so tell me about this word, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> and and, and I'm, I, it's just like. Because, I mean, I think it is like it is the case that there are far too many comics out there that are like, if I if I use profanity in every sentence, then I'm funnier. It makes me funnier. So like and so and and I feel like that's also like a lot of people's idea of comedy as well. It's like, yeah, putting the the word fuck as just randomly in your sentence. Yeah, it's it's funny. Don't you know? (laughs) Anyway, so he's like, okay, so tell me about this word motherfucker. And and Segura's like, what do you mean? He's like, well, where do you think it comes from? And. It's like, I don't know. I'm, I'm not etymologist. I'm, I don't study words. I'm not a linguist. And he's like, well, I have a theory. <laughs> and then it's he goes also on, like, how long has Ted Cruz had that chamber waiting to run into a- any comedian? Oh, God. Yeah. It's like <laughs> this guy thought about this probably for years. And yeah. And, and like, and, and I'm, I'm sure this, it's got to be a, a, a somewhat common thing. Who knows mm-hmm. for people? And anyway, but so then he's like, so I think that it's, it's an insult, right? So it doesn't mean that you fuck your own mother. No, it's actually that that I fuck your mother. And it's like, what? <laughs> like, where, where where does that even come from? Like, and then and then he and then he's like, okay, well, all right, well, thanks for telling me that. I gotta get on with my walk here. I'm trying to exercise. I'm and... trying to not be haunted. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, the, so he stuck my soul out of my face. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so, so then anyway, he I guess it turns around at some point and comes back to go back to his house, and Ted Cruz is outside again, and he's like, "Hey, that was a little weird. Um, can we <laughs> kind of start over a little bit here?" So, and he's like, "Well, I guess I'm here." So. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then he's like, so how come nobody ever uses the word daughter fucker oh as an God. insult? And 
Ted Cruz has like, I don't know, maybe a 15 year old daughter. Like, yeah, at least one. I thought two, maybe least, just the one. I forget how many people were going to yeah, at least on that trip. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. That's right. But no, it's like, I mean, that's really fucking sick. Like to even be thinking about it in that type of context, especially when he's had a lot of like she's publicly spoken out against him mm -hmm. and, and said how horrible that everybody, of course, could easily see that he is. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and then he's like, yeah. So what about the word daughter fucker? Why isn't that an insult? And he's like, well, I, I, I don't really know. Mm -hmm. I don't want to think about that <laughs> if, you, if you don't mind. And then he's like, well, OK. And then the conversation's over. And then, and then at the end, Segura's like, oh, and by the way, I'm not going to say that it was or was not Ted Cruz. <laughs> That's hilarious. Also, I, I mean, like, first of all, first of all, as a comic, people ask <laughs> us the stupidest fucking shit all the time. I'm like, go to a psychic, find an oracle. I, I, <laughs> it's, it's not me. I'm just trying to have a good time. I'm just trying to have fun. This is what bartenders are for. Go get a fucking drink, you asshole. Uh, like, there's there's that. And there's also, like, I'm sure Ted Cruz thought he was being hilarious. And I don't know what it is about conservatives. They just don't know how to be funny. I think they only... There, there are a couple of comics I know. Actually, no one. There's one comedic writer I know, comedy writer... Who is funny, but I would he and who is I know one comedy writer who is funny who's also a Republican. There's probably a couple, but I think of those people. If you actually follow their arguments, they're just contrarians. They're not really like they vote on the right, mm -hmm. but they're they're just going to negate whatever you say, which kind of is comedy. It's just saying the opposite of not. It's not just. That's a version of joke writing is yeah. saying an opinion you don't actually agree with. So it's like, that's why they're funny. But people that are just strictly conservative, they can't do it for some reason. Like Mike Huckabee is another great example. Him and his dog shit late night show that I do watch from time to time. Okay, you, you got it. You have to tell me about it, Lisa. It's horrendous. It. <laughs> it's him doing um, it's, it's so bad. It's so bad that you almost feel sorry for him. And then you remember <laughs> that it's Mike Huckabee. Like <laughs> if he wasn't a problematic public figure, I, I would really feel bad for him. It's him doing a monologue. And then there's like, there'll be a comedic guest and mm. like a, or a stand up guest. I don't want to call them stand ups, but I'm it's, it's, they don't know what punchlines are. Like, they do this thing where they'll say, kids these days, huh? And everyone, like, laughs. laughs. Or they're like, mm -hmm. people just don't know how to park anymore. And they're like, yeah! And it's like, you're <laughs> mistaking agreement with laughter. And that's not good. <laughs> yeah. Well, and, and, like, I feel like you could get away with that as a comedy style in maybe mm -hmm. the mid-90s. I mean, Jerry Seinfeld, what's up with that? <laughs> but, he would, uh, but he would have a joke. Like, I, I But mean, he, he, he outgrew that, though. Like, he outgrew that himself. But the when Jerry, I mean, whether we, he's your brand of comedy or not, when he would say, like, what's up with that, there would then be a punchline. Where, like, he, he has one about answering machines where people say, please leave a beep after the Tom. and he's like oh why why do we have why do we have that but then he goes further and like does a joke of like 
does this like kind of fantastical bit about like tribes that have never seen electric, no, never experienced electricity would know enough to know, wait for the beep. Like they, I mean, that's not what the fucking joke is, but it's something to that. It's something to no, that. You're effect. saying that it's the beginning of, of a bit rather than the entire bit. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And okay. And I will say, I guess I do have some direct knowledge of all this considering mm-hmm. my <laughs> earlier work in conservative comedy on. So yeah, we, I was, I was involved with a very early YouTube show called News Busted. And yeah, and I have I've sent it to Lisa and I will I will put links into it in the show notes so everybody else can can see how wonderful that we were. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> but no, it was it was it was it was hard to try to come up cuz I was kind of conflicted at that time. I will mm-hmm. I will admit. So I was not religious and here I was making comedy that my audience was like uptight Christians. So mm-hmm. I did feel constrained by that, I will admit. But we had we had this one writer, his idea of a joke was he would just say crazy shit and mm-hmm. be like, because we all know Obama wasn't born in America. And mm-hmm. that was his punchline. Like he'd, he'd introduce some story. I'd be like, I, I don't know, somebody was arrested for counter, counterfeiting money in Atlanta. And then, oh, I guess he counterfeited some birth certificates for Obama. Like, that was his joke. <laughs> it's What <laughs> kills me about it is I'm like, there are And things- people told us that, like, they were they wrote us in and were like, I love that birth certificate joke. <laughs> people are uh, throwing around the word joke. It's fast and loose. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it was, no, it was, and I guess we'll, I'll have to talk about it more on an, on other episodes of this show, but... It was, yeah, it was definitely an experience and yeah, I should, I definitely, I haven't really talked about it much publicly. So that's part of. Yeah, that's really funny. It's, here's the thing too. I'm like, hire me to write for you guys. Cause there's a lot <laughs> you can make fun of the left for. There's a, there's a lot. I, I'm not saying that we're untouchable and we're so perfect that there's, mm. we're not doing anything. We are fucking ridiculous in a lot of ways. And they, but they just can't grasp mm-hmm. where the joke is for some reason. Well, and a lot of it, I, it well, ultimately it comes down to So they don't actually understand what the left has to say about things. Like that was, to me, I I, I literally experienced that. The mm-hmm. people were, they'd be like, oh, well, the left says this or that. And I'm like, well, show me an article where it says that. Oh, I didn't yeah. read one. But I feel, I feel like a lot of people on the left, they don't understand that's how things work for a lot of mm-hmm. people. They're like, oh, well, you know, I, I, I published an op-ed in the Washington Post. I have done my job. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and yeah. it's like even the Washington Post readers, probably regular readers, did not see your article. Yeah. So, uh, And let alone everybody else in the country. So. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, but yeah, so like that's, I think that's our, that's our last topic here for the for the first one we got through it how how hilarious mike huckabee is yes yes and you know what people should watch his show i'm gonna watch it at least once now i'm I'm blaming you for it and i'm gonna Uh, send you that vegetable cartoon too (laughs) (laughs) okay yes i need it on dvd (laughs) apparently yes yes. (laughs) people people need that you know what people want lisa (laughs) well thank you to everyone and by everyone i mean one the one who's listening to this <laughs> and give me a follow on socials at Olympian Lisa Curry. Yeah, that's right. And I'm at Matt Sheffield on everything except for threads. I'm not using that. <laughs>
and Instagram. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Catch Bye. you guys next time. Bye.